0: What is up, everybody to the nations worldwide? This is the Travel Couple Podcast, where we introduce you to couple travelers who offer their advice on how you can travel the world together while earning money, living the digital nomad lifestyle. We are your hosts, Mike Pletz and Natalie. Tune in every Wednesday as we interview couples living a digital nomad lifestyle, traveling the world while earning an income. Get relationship advice about being on the road with your significant other, and listen how others struggle and thrive in their business and personal lives while traveling the world. This is your one-stop podcast for travel, relationship, and business goals. We are continuing to talk about the world of travel blogging, so be sure to check out our travel blogging tutorial in our podcast. Or you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash to the nations worldwide, click that like button and join our jack of all trades guide to creating a travel blog. Here we take you step by step from creating the blog from scratch all the way to monetizing your blog. In today's episode on the podcast, we talk with travel bloggers from the States, Ryan and Samantha of Our Travel Passport. You can catch them at OurTravelPassport.com. They discuss how they met in college, their seven-week and six-country work-based trip, enjoying their time in Greece, and the importance of learning a skill to make travel a lifestyle. So without further ado, here's our interview with Ryan and Samantha. Today we are joined by Ryan and Samantha of Our Travel Passport. Ryan and Samantha are photographers, videographers, travelers, writers, and lovers who want to share their experiences to encourage more love for the world, different cultures, and people. You can follow them on their journey at OurTravelPassport.com. Hello, Ryan and Samantha. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi. Thanks for having us.
0: So nice to have you guys here. Uh, Before we begin into the interview, I just want to ask you guys uh, to tell a bit about yourselves and what you do.
1: Okay, um I'm Samantha and Ryan, my Hi, husband. <laughs> um I'm a photographer and we travel the world um creating content for brands and companies um and hotels and for ourselves. <laughs> um yeah. And yeah, Ryan's a videographer. And we're both 25, actually I turn 26 tomorrow, it's my almost birthday. Oh, tomorrow? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, well, happy birthday in advance then.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, and you can say something yeah. about yourself. Yeah,
0: uh, we're both from
2: um, the States, we, um, I'm from California, Sam's from Georgia, okay. and we met at college in Utah, um, like. Coming up on seven years ago now.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that goes right into our, our our next question. How how did you guys meet, and can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah, um, we met.
2: It was actually our first night of our freshman year of college, and we um were kind of just in like this courtyard area, and um Sam's was roaming around with her older sisters and they, uh, I I think I should let you tell the story actually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, my older sister was a senior at college when I was a freshman and she came to visit me and she like pointed over at Ryan and was like, he's cute. Um, you should go talk to him. And I was like, uh, no, I'm good. Thanks. Just being all shy and embarrassed. Yeah. And she was like, I'll go talk to him. So my sister went over and talked to him. And then he made fun of her for being a cougar. Um, <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, no. My sister's over there. You, you should talk to my sister. <laughs> and did she give you my number? Or then I started talking to him.
2: And then I think I got her number. Details
1: get fuzzy. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's yeah, been a sure. while. We yeah, yeah. should make
2: up our own story. Yeah, But, <laughs> but then we, uh, we dated briefly. And then we just kind of stayed friends for a couple years. Um we both were missionaries for our church and um went i I went to Uruguay for two years oh, okay. um, after my freshman year and i I lived there for two years and then about six months before I came home Sam did the same thing in Portugal for eighteen months um Wow
1: so you we went like three years without seeing each other but
2: throughout that time like on our missions we um we weren't like communications like very sparse, so like we were able to write like physical letters to each other, and then towards the end we we started to be allowed to email. Okay. Uh, like weekly, um, and then um, kind of when she got back, I'd been back for a year, and then um, she got back from her mission. And like, I called her, I'm pretty sure that next day and like within a month, I was flying out to Georgia and, um,
1: which is where I'm from. And I right.
2: actually, uh, yeah. And then I kissed her on site and then we, uh, we never <laughs> looked back. So. Yeah, awesome. Now we're so, we've been married for <laughs> through, uh, three years this May.
0: Three years. Congrats. Wow. And for your wedding, uh, what did you guys do? Did you guys do a destination <laughs> wedding? Did you have, uh, two separate weddings from where you're from?
1: No, we had one wedding in California, um, which is where Ryan's from, and which just kind of made it a destination wedding for me. Um, right. And.
2: A lot of our friends, though, yeah. from we went to school in Utah, and so a lot of our friends could drive out, and um, it just kind of made a lot more sense for where most of
0: our friends were. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just big party. So.
0: Awesome. It's great. Okay, great. So. After getting to know our guests, uh, we like to jump right in to talk about travel. So for the two of you, a simple question, but with a very complex answer. Why travel?
2: <laughs> That's a definitely a complex answer. Um, why travel? Um, I mean, I guess we kind of have to think about like when we kind of got bit by the, the bug. Right, you know, Yes. Yeah. Um, I think I always liked, like Latin America, I went to Mexico a lot as a kid, but then when I went in Uruguay for, when I went to Uruguay for two years, I got back and I learned Spanish and Portuguese and I kind of wanted to, you know, explore more of those areas in in Latin America. And, um, Sam and I kind of threw letters and talked about like going back to Brazil and I actually ended up going back with a friend.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, while, she in, while she
2: was in she was in Portugal, <laughs> and then so I did a big old yeah. backpacking trip before she got back, and then we went on our honeymoon. We went to Bora Bora. Oh, okay, and we were, I think we were kind of just like this is amazing. We need to see the rest of the world, and since then it kind of just set a precedent. So
0: nice, <laughs> awesome. So, uh, going into our next question, where were you last? Uh, where are you right now and where are you traveling to next
1: so we're in southern california right now because we're located in southern california like based in southern california um and last we were in new york um (coughs) sorry um last internationally we were in costa rica and then we're going to antigua next uh, so the caribbean
0: very nice how long are you going there for
1: Uh, a little over a week
0: very nice yeah, you guys had a really cool, uh, like a homemade video sort of feeling uh, on your YouTube about your New York experience, which is really fun to watch.
1: Yeah, we like to change things up every once in a while. It's like fun to have cinema, make cinematic videos, but it's also nice to like have those memories that, you know, are more personal.
0: For sure. Yes. Uh, so what was your most rewarding traveling experience together? a good question.
2: Rewarding um, travel experience. Um we, we we're just talking about this, and I can't remember what we were saying. Um, one of them would probably be
1: this last summer we planned a trip that was seven weeks and six countries.
2: Ooh, yeah. Very
1: nice. Um and so we were out of the country for seven weeks and the whole thing was work based. And, okay. Um, and right. so it was just a lot of planning, uh a lot of content creation, a lot of flights from one place to the next and the fact that everything ran smoothly, we didn't miss any flights. Um we were able to like go everywhere that we had planned on going. Yep. It was pretty rewarding to like come home and that was like a full accomplishment. It was a
2: big uh turning point for our blog to um that was like the first trip where we were able to be gone for that long and have it all, um, and have the trip, pretty, you know, pretty much be profitable, and we we broke even in in most places, and nice, um, just based on on collaboration and stuff, and so that was kind of a big turning point for us to realize that, um, you know, things were going well and the business was growing, and um, yeah, we we had this crazy itinerary. We went from a bunch of Greek Isles to the UAE We went to Dubai.
0: oh nice. And then we went
2: to Zambia. Yeah. And then we went back to the UAE to Abu Dhabi. And then we went to Croatia and Turkey and Rome before we flew Yeah, before we flew
0: home. Wow. Yeah, um, all all in seven weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. We it was
1: around. a lot of hopping around. But yeah. it was really fun.
0: So out of all those that you listed there, what was the uh what would you say would be the best place to go? Or the your favorite place or your favorite moment from that experience I mean, it has to be Greece right
2: yeah we we spent we did what three Greek Isles and oh, yeah? um, that was our first stop on the trip and we were just we just pretty much fell in love with them um, there was just so much we went in May and so it's pretty low season so we had so much we did so much exploring um, and we kind of thought we we found private beaches on every island it seemed. Ooh, um, nice. And we—I don't know—it was just everything was charming, and um, we're actually planning a trip back, basically for the same couple weeks this May, um, and we're taking a, a group of people with us and, and kind of showing them exactly like you know our favorite spots. Yeah,
0: awesome yeah. to do.
2: So
1: yeah, I think Greece is like one of those places where it's beautiful, yeah, but it's also like adventure ish, so you can like do both you know it caters to everyone
0: yeah so. were you just based on the greek isles or did you uh, go anywhere else in in greece
1: yeah we went to athens and then
2: meteora yeah i think it's like Kalpamba is the actual city but meteora is the it's where all the monasteries right are built on these yeah huge i've seen many pictures of places, that
0: so. yeah pretty was so, that cool
2: yeah, it was cool. We had a really cool. quick turnaround there, but um, it was definitely worth driving driving inland to see. see. Yeah.
0: And then how is Athens?
2: Athens is, it, everyone kind of explains it, I feel like, the same way. They explain it pretty accurately. It's just it's another city, and, you know, there's the Acropolis um, and, the, and the Parthenon, and, yep. um, like, historically, like, those things are really cool. But other than that, there's not a ton to do, and it's kind of, I don't know. We okay. didn't. We were only there for, like, 24 hours on both sides of the islands.
1: Yeah. It's really pretty, but it wasn't, like, our main destination. (laughs)
0: Right. Yeah. You had many other things you wanted to do in Greece. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, from traveling together, of all your trips, what was your most awkward, embarrassing, or even hilarious travel experience?
1: We were thinking about this too, and we were like, we don't really have one. Um, yeah. I'm sure things have happened, but that are like awkward or embarrassing. But we like tend to be the type of people who just kind of laugh off awkward and embarrassing things, and then immediately forget them.
2: Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
1: um,
2: uh, honestly, like probably the most awkward thing we do every time is a lot of our pictures. Um, we take with a tripod. Um. And so we'll set up in, like, the front of the busiest area of the Eiffel Tower, we'll set up a tripod and, like, you know, take essentially <laughs> selfies on yeah. the tripod. Um, I mean, to, we used to try and trust people, like, to get a good picture. Um, but, you know, you can't trust another a tourist exactly. with, the, with your camera. Exactly, uh, yeah. So, it's, I mean, that's pretty embarrassing every time. But yeah. we're I think that's I kind of that. thickened our skin.
0: over time you get more and more used to that for sure yeah (laughs) yeah great so uh going into the next part where we talk about relationships while traveling how do you two feel traveling has affected your relationship
1: i think it's definitely like taught us a lot um it's strengthened our relationship in a lot of ways it's also like made us learn a lot of things about each other pretty quickly um I think you see how people react in different situations like um, traveling. There's just a lot of unknown and there's a lot of things that come up unexpectedly, um, which makes it so that like, you know, you see how your significant other reacts in times of stress or. Honestly, it's probably um, a
2: great way to uh, decide if you're going to. Marry someone or not. exactly, <laughs> or right? Yeah. Flexible, or I—I uh, I mean, you definitely have to be patient with each other. You have to learn to manage expectations. I think, you know, but at the same time, it brings us together because we're planning, we're working together on things, um, and so it's kind of like an activity. It's—it's it's turned into our hobby mm-hmm. um, together. But at the same time, we have—I have to make sure that, like, when I'm taking on a bigger planning part, that I'm thinking about, like, okay, well, Sam. My she's not the biggest hiker, um. So like maybe she doesn't want to like go to do this hike, but like mm-hmm. and vice versa, she'll have to um manage manage my expectations. And so we just kind of have to work together and um yeah figure out what's the other person is is expecting from this trip. You know, in the short time, we'll, you know, we hop around a lot. So if we're gonna be somewhere for forty eight hours, and uh, we just really have to you know balance our expectations and make sure everyone's hitting the things they want to hit.
1: I also think, like, being flexible as a couple, like, for example, Meteora was a place that Ryan really wanted to go to, but it was, like, an eight-hour drive in a 24-hour period. Yeah. And I wasn't, like, thrilled about driving for eight hours in, you know, 24 hours. Um. But I knew it was something he really wanted to do, so, like, mm-hmm. we did it because there were other things that, like, Turkey wasn't at the top of his list for places he wanted to go, but I really wanted to go and I had already been, but I wanted to go back with him. And so, you know, like he was, was okay going to Turkey and I was okay going to Meteora. And it's like, we both enjoyed both of the places and Rich. we're very glad we went. Um, but it's definitely like, you know, you have to compromise, not like compromise, but like, you know, be be flexible, accommodating, I don't know what the yeah, right word is. Yeah,
0: flexible, accommodating and, and knowing what what each other wants and expects out of each destination or each traveling experience and, and uh, yeah, just doing what each other loves, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So when planning a trip, who takes care of what?
2: Um, I probably do the most flight research. Um, I'm, I'm, like, signed up for a, a thousand different
0: okay. alerts
2: you yeah. know, services and Perfect. then uh, and then even I like I kind of enjoy that part and I always think I can find a better deal so even when Sam finds a good deal, I'm like I'll, I'll just research anyway, which she hates. <laughs> but, <laughs> because uh,
1: he normally ends up going with the deal that I found anyway, so yeah, like he yeah, yeah. just wasted three hours when you could have just bought it three hours but ago. But Sam
2: does most of the uh, you know, what we're going to do in each place.
1: Yeah, I generally create like a rough itinerary of the cool places, the pretty beaches, you know like whatever there is to do in the place and mm-hmm. then um and then we'll go over it like I'll show Ryan and be like look how cool this place is, look how cool this is and um and then we like when we travel we try and keep our itinerary pretty flexible just like we'll have like a list of you know five or six things we want to do that day but if we like don't get to all of them it's not the end of the world and right. we kind of have like a priority so like our number one and two priorities we make sure happen and get done. And then the others, if we don't make it there, then we don't make it there. But, um, so I try and create like a pretty flexible itinerary, but yeah, I would say I do more of the, like looking up hotels and while we're there and what to do. Mm -hmm. And then Ryan looks at more of the flights.
0: Gotcha. Awesome. And then, uh, the best destination that you two think for couples where is it and why? Or that you've actually been to as well.
2: Uh, can we give you a couple? Sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um okay, well, Bora Bora. Um, we yeah, at?
1: it's kind of one of those places that, like, nothing can beat it. You know, like, it has its reputation for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> has been like, the most beautiful place on Earth, and, like, it really is.
2: Yeah, and we, we stayed at the Four Seasons there, and
1: Three. I don't
2: know. We just felt like...
1: They like treat you like kings.
2: The place is just <laughs> magical. <laughs> and gotcha. like there's a couple like honeymoon, romantic destination. It's really hard to beat. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then, other than that, um, I, I think we both agree on Border War, but I think my other one would be like a, just an African safari. Uh, okay. And Tanzania, the Serengeti in particular. Yeah. Um, I think just the amount of between the amount of animals and the lodges and, like, the, um, just the activities, it's, you know, it can be very, um, special as a couple.
1: Yeah, and it's just incredible, like, waking up to the sound of, like, animals waking up
0: and Is then, like, right. watching the sunset. a feel to a yeah. safari. Yeah. So, uh, going back to Bora Bora, uh, what did you do while you guys were there? What were some of the highlights?
2: <clears throat> we, um, went out with, this local guide um that was actually like a family friend um and he took us to like swim with stingrays and sharks
1: yeah um, that was really cool and you nice.
2: get to get really close to them like the stingrays are crazy they're like little puppies and so they they jump up on you and um and we spent a lot of time just on the beach and snorkeling, and we went scuba diving. Um,
1: yeah, we spent a lot of time really cool in the water. Things. Yeah, a lot of
2: time in the water. Very nice. And then, yeah, spent some time on the island too. But yeah,
0: yeah. And then in uh, Tanzania, uh, what? So you, you did a safari there. Is is that all you did while you were in Tanzania? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's why we went to Tanzania was to do the safari.
2: And then we went to. Um, so we went to Kenya as well. Okay. Um, and we stayed at Giraffe Manor, um, which is pretty uh, epic. I don't know if you've have you guys heard of Giraffe Manor. So, yeah, I, I've heard yeah. a
0: bit about it and I've seen some pictures. Is, is this where, like, uh, you're staying somewhere and there's literally gir- giraffes all around? and, and they, Yeah, they eat yeah,
1: breakfast with you. They
2: peek in yeah. their heads through the windows. Right. Like, you know,
1: you actually act in a different room, but.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you don't actually eat while they're there, but um, that's what all the pictures look like. But that's also pretty cool. The 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 lodge, the manor, I guess, is is very uh, I don't know what era it's from, but um, it's very classic and uh, romantic as well. And you know, you kind of get a double date with giraffes, and it's just it's surreal to be that close to those huge animals and uh. Yeah, you, you kiss them um, by feeding them with, like, little pellets. So yeah. unless you're a germaphobe, it's really cool, <laughs> uh, but,
0: which I'm not. So I um,
2: got a couple giraffe kisses.
0: Very nice. So that's awesome, yeah. So uh, do you guys have any advice for a couple travelers out there?
1: Yeah, I yeah. mean, <laughs> plenty. I would say be flexible. Yeah. Um, be patient, <laughs> um, which like I don't know if that's much different than like whether or not you're traveling, but um definitely with traveling, I would say be flexible, be patient, um have fun, um if you like if traveling's a priority to you, then make it a priority. That's mm-hmm. what we've done um you know, our dates aren't going to concerts or out to dinner they're. <laughs> going to Greece or um, on a trip because that's just, we've made that a priority for us. Um, Right. So. Yeah.
2: And then I would just add, um, like come up with a, like a hobby, like for us, part of what makes traveling work um, is our photography. Our love for photography allows us to, um, it allows us to, um both go to destinations and like look for like great photography spots and so yep. like while we're on a trip we're interested in the same thing as well
0: yeah mm-hmm. so like a mutual uh yeah you guys have some uh, definitely have a mutual uh interest along with travel that that helps you i mean go to the destinations that you both love and uh really experience the travel uh, Mindsets and, and photography as well uh, when you go to different destinations, which is really cool. Yeah. So uh, this final part, we go into more about what you guys are doing online or to make travel more of your of a lifestyle. So I just want to take a, a, a some of this part and just focus on your guys' blog. Uh, tell me a bit about how your blog started and why you guys started it and uh, so uh, you can find their blog at ourtravelpassport.com. And just, yeah, give us, uh, our listeners, a little bit uh, of background towards your blog.
1: Um, So our blog kind of started as, like, a journal. Like, we had been doing – we were living in Washington, D.C. for a summer, and we'd been doing a lot of traveling around the Northeast. And I just wanted to, like, have a blog as a place to, you know – put all of our pictures and write about where we'd been and what we'd done. Um, and it kind of just transformed from there. We realized we started getting a lot of questions from people asking, you know, what they should do when they go to certain places or if we'd been here, if we'd been there or, you know, best places to eat in a certain place. And so we realized that, um, people were interested in that and we had a lot of trips planned and i think it kind of just like transformed yeah, <laughs> um, and then
2: we, had, we had so many pictures we're like we were planning a trip to india and we're like let's start an instagram and then like yeah we started it for a little bit kind of privately and then yep. um we're like worst comes the worst like this is just where we put all our pictures you know so like yep. the win-win and then when we showed our friends and you know hit a thousand followers and from there we kind of just were like okay yeah, <laughs> keep doing this. It's fun. It's just mm-hmm.
1: kind of grown from there, and we've felt like, um, you know, when we're planning a trip, we we find it very helpful to go to, to find blogs and other travel yes. bloggers and spots where they go and what they like. Um, and obviously everybody has different tastes and interests and things that they like to do. But I feel like when you find someone who has similar interests as you, mm-hmm. and you find where they go on a trip. Um, it's really nice and rewarding. Like my friend and I talk about this all the time. Like there's some people who, you know, hate chocolate and their blog post is all about places to eat seafood. But like, if you hate seafood, then you don't care about their blog at all. So, um, for us, it was just like, we'll share what we're interested in. And then if people are interested in it, then it'll be great. And it's been pretty successful. Yeah. So
2: there's enough people in the world to care about you. That's what we read. There's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: someone to read it.
1: There's space <laughs> for everyone.
0: Yeah. So with your blog, do you guys post uh, once a week? It seems like, or uh, just basically whenever you guys have some sort of uh, written content to put out there.
1: Yeah. It's about once a week. Um, yeah. We haven't been like super good on schedule, but (laughs) we are trying to be more consistent with our schedule and make sure that, um, we post around the same time every week. So people have, um, so our readers have a time to expect new content.
2: Yeah. Our whole, our whole platform, um, you know, our blogs, part of it. I think we definitely focus more on Instagram and like creating videos. Um, and that's, Seems to be more what like companies we work with um, are interested in.
0: Gotcha. So yeah, that's a perfect segue towards your Instagram channel because it seems like uh, the the social media that you guys are most uh, active on. Uh, is there a reason why you guys are most active on Instagram as opposed to other social networks? And uh, how do you guys how did you guys work to get your numbers where they are at the moment?
1: Um, Instagram, I think is a platform that both of us really enjoy because it's very pic- picture centric mm-hmm. and because we're both very into photography I think, um, that's a large part of why we like Instagram so much. Um, there's also, I feel like there's, you know, a sense of community on Instagram that is a little different from other social media platforms, um, we use Pinterest quite a bit, too, and we have a Facebook group page. We have a Facebook page. Um, yeah. I think it's just the one that speaks to us the most, so that's why we use it the most. Yeah. Um, And then as far as, like...
2: I'd say that's where most, like, the... I don't know, at least for us, maybe that's just because we're in that niche, but it seems like that's where, like, most people doing similar things to us, that seems that's where their platform is as well, yeah. so...
0: Yeah, especially in the travel industry and the fact that the both of you are into photography. It just makes sense that Instagram would be the place, uh, the number one priority, basically, when it comes to social media.
2: Yeah, yeah I guess because honestly, we would rather take pictures and, and make videos than, um, than, than write an article.
0: Right, yeah. Uh, so how, how have you guys worked... Uh, to drive traffic to your blog? How have you guys worked to get subscribers to your Instagram or uh, followers to your Instagram and, and so on?
1: Um, I think a lot of it is just like providing consistent quality content that people are interested in. That's like what we've found is most important. You know, people you have to give people a reason to want to follow you. Uh, I feel this way as an Instagram user, apart from our Instagram account, I feel like I'm only going to follow people that are like giving me information or photos or content that I'm interested in. Um, And if they're not, then I unfollow them. So I think a, uh, a large part of gaining a consistent following is just creating a brand and sticking to your brand. And then also making sure that you're, consistent within your brand and also with your posting and making sure that you're giving good quality content
2: mm-hmm. yeah i'd say like most of our growth comes you know at a steady rate but i'd say our big jumps like we've had big jumps from time to time and it's like well, one picture will go viral yeah like it'll start to show up on people's explorer pages and then you know we'll get a thousand followers in a day and then like we won't get any for like another couple of weeks and then it'll happen again and it kind of just happens like that
0: gotcha so sporadically like appearing on different pages you really see that big jump in followers yeah,
2: yeah. so it kind of just emphasizes the importance of, of content
0: yep okay so uh, actually i wanted to point out one thing to our listeners that uh, you guys when you go to the ourtravelpassport.com website you'll be hit with a. Uh, pop up box so you can see uh the eight tips that you guys provide for uh improving your photography and uh can you go into a little bit about that and pr- providing some sort of incentive for people to join your email list?
1: Yeah, so people love free things. <laughs> yeah. People are all about freebies. Um so that's something that we're definitely focused on this year's giving out free educational material to help people grow their blogs or just perfect their skills um or learn new skills and so that we created that ebook ebook about eight ways to um take better travel photos yep with a few of our tips of things that we've found that have been helpful and what we've found does well for instagram too like what other people find to be good travel photos um and so we created a little ebook and gave it away for free if you sign up for our email list. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I do uh, suggest you go to ourtravelpassport.com and get that uh, free eight tips uh, to improve your photography. Uh, really straight to the point, really valuable information there. Can you guys choose one of those and just uh, give our listeners some sort of advice to improve their photography?
2: Yeah, um, let me think really quick. Um, Probably, I'd say the biggest thing is um, is timing. Yeah. Um, So one of these on here, I think the title is "Wake Up Early," Um, and that's really like we get lots of questions, like, "How'd you get?" You know, "How are there? How aren't there? Why isn't there anybody in your Taj Mahal picture?" Like, why? it's because we were the first ones there. Gotcha. Uh, and, you know, it's a little sacrifice, um, on your sleep, but usually we'll wake <laughs> up really early. Um, you know, try and be the first one at a place at sunrise. Um, plus you get really soft, nice light. Yeah. And then, um, it gets rid of, you know, all the distractions of, um, like crowds of people in your photos and, um, it makes them stand out from, from other photos. And, um usually we'll go back and after we do that, we'll take a nap and then start the rest of our day so we're not exhausted, but um, it's always worth it.
0: Nice. Very good. Yeah, that's an awesome uh, tip, a little bit of insight to really improve your, your photography there. So uh, I just want to touch uh, lightly on you guys also have a, a business. Is that correct? Yes. And then what do you guys do in that business?
2: So... Apart, well, it's all kind of in the same platform. So with our travel passport, we um, are a content creation company and will um, work with brands, um, mainly you know travel-related hotel or, or like fashion or sunscreen, kind of anything mm-hmm. um, that can relate to travel, and we will um, do commercial photo and video shoots for them where gotcha. they can purchase. Um, our content to use for their marketing material. Um, and they can, and sometimes it's based on our, they'll purchase it or they'll just pay us to, um, post about it for exposure. But most of the time, um, we sell them the rights to use it um, permanently as marketing material.
0: Gotcha. So yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
2: um, that's kind of, then we do have another little offshoot where we, um, host people on, Call our travel passport adventures um, around the world. So on trips we've been on the past, places locations we've been in the past, we will take people like we're going back to Greece and Portugal this summer um, with groups of people that that have seen um, kind of our last itinerary and and seen the pictures and want to experience the same thing. And we we do all the planning for them and okay. take them to our favorite secret spots and just kind of take away the pain point of them having to risk spending the money on a trip and, you know, not enjoying it as much as they thought they were going to.
0: Gotcha. So did this whole thing evolve from the blog or did this start before the blog?
1: Yeah, it all evolved evolved from from the blog. blog,
0: Gotcha. Okay. And then with, uh, with getting clients and everything, did it, uh, how did you guys go about that? Uh, was it the content that you guys were putting out there that brought people to the blog uh, and to see these services that you guys offered? Or was it something that you guys went out there and really hustled hard to get these, these clients and these uh, brands? I
1: think it's a combination of both. I mean, definitely having a platform that you can show them and a media kit that you can show them of content that you have created helps them be interested but I definitely think it was a lot of hustle and us going out and finding the right people and talking to the right people and you know sending the right message or email um, to get a hold of them and make them notice us
0: awesome so uh do you guys have any advice out there for a couple that wants to make traveling a part of their lifestyle more
2: yeah um I'd say learn a skill. Um, I'd say, you know, we... You can, you know, you can post pictures, um, but if, like, you... If you're not... um, If you don't have, like, a specialization in either photography or videography or, you know, digital marketing or...
1: Writing. Graphic
2: design or something Mm -hmm. that um, companies can use, um, it will be hard to monetize. Now, another thing you could do... specialize in writing and get people to or write for other blogs um and you know get paid or um advertise on your website you know by attracting people via writing Mm -hmm. Uh, and but there always needs to be a skill there and so but if you don't have one that's okay we we weren't that great of photographers or videographers when we started Um, And it's just something we've been working on every day and lots of YouTube tutorials uh, have been watched. And um, and so it's kind of gotten us to where we are.
1: Yeah. And I also think just like maybe if you don't feel like that's something that I don't know, like maybe if you don't feel like you have a skill, I think find a remote job. There's tons of jobs out there that you can work remotely and just make it so that you can be flexible um, with your time, and also just like we said like earlier, like I said earlier, just make travel a priority. Make, um, if it's what you want to do, and if it's important in your life, then make sure that that's you know what's most important. Live in a smaller studio so that you know you're not paying as much in rent or don't get a dog because they're kind of expensive yeah. and then you have to pay to put them up in housing, not saying don't get dogs. We love dogs, but we don't have a dog because we like to travel. And right. that's, it's, it's like a sacrifice that you make, but be willing to make those sacrifices and to look for different ways to make um your life more adaptable to be more travel oriented.
2: It's like any investment in a business. You have to, you know go through some you know more financially stringent times to uh be able to begin traveling more begin you know investing camera investing camera gear and um but like you know we plan to get a dog <laughs> eventually <laughs> when um we settle down
1: because I, cause I use dogs <laughs> uh, <Yeah.
2: laughs> when we settle down more and we'll still be traveling very frequently but for sure. you know, at least until we can afford to put them up in a, in
0: a nice doggy hotel or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. won't get a dog. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and that's just the thing, right? Uh, you don't necessarily have to start your own business. In, in, to be able to be uh, independent location, you can uh, get a remote job. Uh, there are job websites out there that are looking for remote workers. Or even continue working your 9-to-5 if that's what you enjoy. If you do like your job... Just try to make uh, travel more of a priority and save that money for travel.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: so some just real quick tip: we just take a percentage of our income. Um, I mean, now it's kind of become our business, so everything kind of you know gets invested back into travel. But before it was actually a business, we would take a percentage of our income. You know, and you just choose what's best for you, and we put it in a travel savings fund. Right. And that way, no matter what, like, and then everything else would go towards. We did the same thing for normal savings, but everything else would go towards just our spending. But at the end of the month, we always were that much closer to our next trip. Nice. And so, you know, we just made it a priority and then it kind of snowballed.
0: Yeah, very nice. Uh, Great advice. What is next for our travel passport? What do you guys uh, have planned? What do you guys want to let our audience know about?
1: That's a good Um, question. We have lots of things planned. Yeah, it's gonna be a big
2: year. Um, We're we're working on a couple things. Uh, I mean, I guess probably the biggest uh, sneak peek we could give you is that we we teased about in an email this morning to our audience, um, and we'll we'll tease again about on Instagram tonight. um, Is that we are launching a a video course. um, Okay. So how to create a travel video in just a few simple steps. Mm-hmm. And we get so many questions about how do you make that video? Um, I'd love to do it. I have so much footage laying around and I don't know what to do with it. I don't know how to start. What program do you use? And so we're just going to kind of go through all those steps um, and, you know, help some more of our uh, followers, our community, learn how to make videos. Um, awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: And then, probably another big thing we're 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 working on uh some big trip giveaways this this year so cool uh, look out for that and uh hopefully one of the one of your listeners can uh win a big trip
0: yeah for sure so uh there you have it ryan and samantha sharing their travel stories with you today on the to the nations worldwide travel couple podcast i just want to say a big special thank you to our guests thank you so much for joining us guys thank you for having us us uh one last plug for anything that you guys have coming up or uh anywhere that our audience can reach out to you and find more about our travel passport uh i'll just uh, leave it up to you
1: yeah and you can always find us on instagram at our travel passport or
2: feel free to reach out and send us an email at, uh, hello at our travel yeah
1: we're always happy to chat answer any questions bounce ideas collaborate whatever
0: Thank you to all of our listeners out there to the nations worldwide. We cannot express our appreciation enough for you to join us and listen to this interview. Visit us at slash 4 for episode 4, this episode that you just listened to to view the show notes and to learn more about Ryan and Samantha. Leave a comment on the page and we'll be sure to get back to you. One way that you can support us doing this podcast is to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. We will make sure to consistently deliver you valuable information about the world of travel. This is Mike Pletz and Natalie, hoping you have a wonderful adventure to the nations worldwide.